They called cut, and she comes and she get in my face. Like, right in my face. She's like, and that's not a part of the scene or nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's just like, <laughs> like right here, literally nose to nose. <laughs> and it was crazy because I felt like she was checking me. Yeah. You know, like, let me see if I make them nervous real quick. Like, yeah. what's up, bro? Yeah. You know what I mean? But she ain't know I was ready. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, what happened? <laughs> I didn't say that, but like, it was just like, I didn't move. And she was like, hmm. And she walked away and I was like, yeah, I'm right here. I'm right here. What happened? <laughs> Yo, it's your boy Business, AKA The Show Venter. I've been about all your favorite shows and all that. BMF, Power Ghost, Power Force, Raising Candy. I know what I do, man. You know what I'm saying? Best reaction videos on the internet. But I got a special guest in the building. I'm not gonna lie. Like, he wanted them ones. Like, he really wanted them ones, man. Get what I'm trying to show you. Like, I was saying, I met him in Miami last week for the film festival. But, son is a honey, man. I was like, yo, we gotta do the interview and all that. And we, we here now. But, actor, filmmaker, get what I'm saying? Puerto Rico stand up. Get what I'm trying to show you, like, activist. Like, one of the best actors in the game right now, Mark Rain. Like, hey, my what's brother, up, my appreciate brother? you. <laughs> That's an intro right there. Yeah, of course. that. I appreciate you, brother, for real. Nah, for sure, man. Good looking on pulling up, man. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, you know what I mean? It's, it's, you know it's real when, when you meet in a whole other state, you know, and you meet a bunch of people, and um, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, when we're back in New York, you know what I'm saying, we'll link, you know, yeah. we're going to chop it up, but then it don't really happen, yeah. you know what I mean? But we're really here, so, uh -huh. so that's yeah. real. Yeah, nah, facts, bro. I'm saying, I'm about my business, you know what I'm saying? That's why they call me business, right. and you about your business, that's so we fact, here. Bro. That's you know what I'm trying to show you? Right. But yeah, right. man, um, Puerto Rican. Like, oh, dear. Let's, yeah, let's, let's talk about the culture People... <laughs> and, how, and how important it is to you, because I've be, I seen it, man. Yeah, yeah, nah, I mean, you know, representation, as y'all know, it's, it's, it's super important, you know what I mean? Um, and I mean, just the, 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 the Latino demographic in general, you know what I mean, needs, I think, um, a little bit more love as far, as far as representation in the country in general, but definitely in the film industry, you know what I mean? Um, but then even more specifically, because I'm Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican's history in the United States is, is it's deep and it's dark. A lot of people don't know. Um, and, you know, just trying to put on in, in, in the best light. You know what I mean? Uh, I, started, I started my company, Latino Excellence, just for that. You know, it's about not existing in our stereotypes. You know, everyone's got, you know, I think in this country, if you're not Latino uh, or Hispanic or Latinx, however you identify these days, because, you know, there's a bunch now. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the general consensus is that if you speak Spanish, if you eat rice and beans, you're Mexican. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. <laughs> just, just, and that's across the board, you know? Uh -huh. um, and I get it, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, well, there's nothing wrong with being Mexican, but we're just not all Mexican, you know what I mean? Right, uh, right. I think there was a film in the ABFF uh, called Cinnamon, which was really, oh, really dope. Oh, seen that fire. It was oh, fire. Man. You got to watch that on Tuesday. Just came out today, I think. I think for yesterday. Yesterday, oh, okay, yeah. And I watched it. I was like, I got to watch this again. Crazy. But there's like a, literally a moment where, you know, the, the, the kid is Puerto Rican, but in one of the scenes, he's like, what is he? And they're like, Mexican. And they're like, close yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was funny. I mean, uh, that's real life. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but that's, that's a big part of it, you know? But, but even within the Puerto Rican community, you know, the truth is that a lot of us don't know our own history. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's not by accident. That's by design. They don't want you to know the history because when you know the history, then you're empowered. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay. And so I'm really trying to put on in a different way. It's not just... You know, it's not just about the salsa, it's just not about Bad Bunny and reggaeton, it's not about all of that. It's like, you know, I tell those people all, all the time, you know, when you, when you, when you, you like, we need to know who our heroes are. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We need to know our history. You know, that's not exclusive to Puerto Ricans, you know, just in general. Right. You know, if you're Dominican, Colombian, Ecuadorian, you know, like, we're all proud of our cultures, we're all proud of our heritage, our people. Um, but we don't know our history like that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I definitely try to be a representation. I come from Spanish Harlem and yeah. Barrio. That's, you know, there's a lot of Puerto Rican history there, you know? So, um, you know, just, just putting on in that way, just teaching the history. Like, like the Young Lords, a lot of people don't know about the Young Lords. That was a, a Puerto Rican organization, much like the Black Panthers. Okay. They actually ran with the Black Panthers when they did the whole Rainbow Coalition. Wow. Um, 
But you know, they also fought for the people. They did all types of crazy things. If you Google mm-hmm. the Young Lords, you're gonna be like, oh, yeah, a little wild. <laughs> uh-huh. But they, mm-hmm. they, they fought for the people. You know what I mean? So I definitely like to to stay on that side of things. You know, I, I, I ride with the people. It's crazy that you um just mentioned that with El Barrio. Like I was gonna ask yeah. you about that. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, you you doing something big with that? I'm not gonna lie. I was I was I was looking, man. I was saying, looking at your page and just tapping in and all that. And you got you came together with like a parade, right? You have like right. El Barrio parade. Yeah, but like third annual you. just passed and yes, all that, sir. right? Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Talk I about that, man. That. I mean, you know, again. Um, my, my my mission is is I always say it's to, it's up to us to preserve our culture and it's up to us to teach our history, you know. And again, um, in El Barrio, that's the first community, if not one of the first community of uh, Puerto Rican communities in this country. Period. Like when Puerto Ricans came to the to the United States, um, so there's so much history there, you know. I mean, I I felt like I had to do this thing because. You know, again, they shut down the Puerto Rican parade and the festival three years ago because of the pandemic. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? But then two weeks later, they still had the Pride Parade. Mm. We're technically in the same borough. Yeah. So I was like, so wait, did COVID disappear two weeks later? What yeah. happened? Or did y'all just want to, you know, uh, kind of play the Puerto Ricans again? I was like, eh, they'll be all right. Um, yeah. And so, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't about coming after anybody else who was having the parade. It was just being like, all right, well, but you're not going to... I wasn't gonna stand for that. Yeah, you're you know not gonna I mean? exercise. I was like, nah, 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 nah. I got a decent following. I'm gonna do a call to action, and uh, one thing led to the next, and the, you know, the community wanted it, and you know, we took to the streets, and I uh, had like over a hundred people, you know, like more than ten cars just pull up, literally. Like, I didn't start with them. I started with like maybe twenty people, and as we walked, as we parties, we celebrated that energy. Yeah. Everyone just joined us. You know, uh-huh. like, can you imagine going about your day? You going to the store, and then you just like. Nah, I'm gonna join this parade of people real quick. Oh, yeah. I'm just driving by, like, uh-huh. nah, let's see what they up to. <laughs> yeah, um, that's dope. So just you know, building and building on that uh, uh, within the community. Last year was the second annual. I was able to get the cops. That's when I started, you know, involving the cops more. The uh, the community affairs. Shout out to the 23rd precinct. You know, um, I've been talking a lot with them because there's a lot of healing that has to be done between you know community and and police. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the hard truth is that they, uh, to, to complete a community, you need the police force. Right. Right? Like, you can't really necessarily, there's, I, I don't think there's a community in the world that exists and then doesn't have that uh, presence, either, right. you know, from a little presence to a high presence, depending mm-hmm. on, you know, what uh, the community was Just keep everything about. together and all that. Yeah. You know, um, but, you know, um, I try to see both sides, if not all three sides, because sometimes it's, it's, it's tricky, the truth of things and perspectives. And I'm like, you know, while, you know, there's definitely good reason to not trust the police, right? We know that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, how do we still heal from that? How do we, you know, I'm not, I'm also not on the side where it's like, well, you know, F the police too. Um, even though I've been on that side, you know, a bunch yeah. of times. Uh-huh. Uh, just as I'm growing into this community person, you know, it's just trying to understand and even get the police to understand why we feel this way. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you like, like, they have their own crazy side of looking at things too. And I'm like, but you uh-huh. know, we're not making this up, right? Like, right, you know what right, I mean? Right, and right. just trying to bring the truth to all of it so that trying they can have, a, they, they can reform in their mind also. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we're not just making this up. Y'all really be bugging out sometimes, you know? Um, and just having that conversation. That's a hard conversation yeah. to have sometimes. That's a fact. You know, so just being that involved with the community in any way that I can, because like, then I got my whole acting career. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, I could definitely be one of those actors that's just like, man, F everybody else. I'm going to just focus on, you, you know, just me that. making it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't. That's not really in my spirit. You know what I mean? Like, I really do care about the community. I really do care about people. I think I have some something about a, a certain kind of power to connect with people. Mm-hmm. A certain that, that that comes from my from my actor having perspective, having uh, uh, the ability to connect with people on a different way. And so, so far it's been nothing but but positive. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, you know, because at first I remember when I first had the cops involved, some people were like, "Nah, like why we need the cops?" And I'm like, "Listen." <laughs> You know, what we don't yeah. want to do is have them against us either. And shutting you down. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, 
as this continues to grow, you know, there's, my, my, my dad would always say, like, if you're going to do something, do it right, you know? And so in those efforts, just like, all right, well, let me show even the cops that I'm trying to do this thing in a different way. Right. You know, because we have that right. I could just take it to the to the streets, get the people. And yeah. We could just, just and they even up. told me that the cops. They were like, you know, technically, like you have your right. You could just do this if you want. I was like, yeah, but again, trying to create that bridge between community and police, you know, build that trust again. Because I even had that conversation with the cops. I'm like, you know, there's just trust issues, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, um, but I'm not going to say, again, seeing all the sides, and I'm not going to say and act like there aren't criminals. Like, there's real criminals out here. It's <laughs> just wildin', you know? Yeah. Um, so what do you do then when, that, when you face that criminal, right, um, in the community, you, got, you need the police, right? You need help. Or, or, or are you equipped to handle this yourself? And maybe you are, maybe you're not. You know, there's just mm-hmm. a lot to it. And so... That's really all where it stems from, man. Nah, uh, that's dope, man. Seeing all the love. Yeah. Love is love. <laughs> yeah, love is love, man. Nah, for sure, man. But yeah, it's crazy that you say that. Like, you know, like, how to connect with people and all that. Because right. we connected straight up, straight after your movie. Type right. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. yeah, playing Sam, man. Yeah, brother. Thank you. I appreciate crazy. you for watching that, you uh-huh. know? My, my director and the team there was like, yo, we got to bring Mark because he's a big networker. I don't even know how he does it. Oh, and I'm okay. just like, okay. you got to just... Talk to people. You, you can't be afraid, to, man. Yeah. Like, just talk. What's up? up? What you do? Oh, what? Well, that's lit. Like, yeah, let's that's, connect, you know? Bro, that, that was the biggest question um, in Miami. Uh, at the, at the, right, at the right, right. What American do you do? Black <laughs> Film what do you do? Yeah. I think I was asking that question literally to the closing party. When we was in the museum, I'm still like lit off those free wines. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What do you do? Oh, what? A lot of, yo, I was surprised. A lot of people weren't actually involved with the film industry at all. They were just there as like spectators. Oh, for you real? Know? Yeah, I people met a bunch went? of people oh. that were like, Nah, I'm not in the film industry at all. I just wanted to come and support films, any oh, film. I was like, Word, dope, dope. that's lit. Those are the hardest ones though, because then I'm like, How do I connect with them? Man? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, Word, nah, well, thank that's you for crazy. coming. I don't think I met anybody that wasn't like a brother. Yo, I mean, I like, forget it. It I was, was like a it, it was either writer, I'm saying, like, videographer, photographer, director, producer, producer, actor, on this of, studio, on that. So, yeah, like Facts. it was a lot going on. No, I met a couple out there. I was like, "What do you do?" And then I had to hit him with the, <laughs> "Oh well, you know, y'all are part of this also, you know, You're just on the other side, like, you know." At the end of the day, what we make means nothing if they're not there to watch. Yeah. Nah, you know that's what I mean? Fact. So I don't like making nobody feel like they're not important. Of course not. You know not. what I mean? We yeah, all a part of this thing. Everybody important. We all important, bro. We all a part of this thing. Yeah. You know? So it was nah, lit, definitely. Though. But yeah, we was chopping it up after that, man. I'm like, yo, you was you went crazy in that movie. That, that <laughs> joke, yeah, that joke. I was crying, bro. Like, <laughs> You know what was lit? I'll say this. Like, before the movie even screened, mm-hmm. um, you know, I didn't know how the turnout was going to be because we, we screened the first day of the festival and it was at 2.20. Right. You know what I mean? So we were like, damn, like, you know, are people going to even come and watch this? You know, just being honest, as a, it's a Latino-based uh, uh, film, led film. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, there's, you know, definitely black people behind the camera and on the camera, but as far as, like, the leads and stuff, it's, it's primarily Latino. So I was just like, this was major for us. We had a, a podcast talk about this thing, and I was like, you know, we're at the American Black Film Festival. You know what I mean? And now, Puerto Ricans and black, we're very intertwined. Yeah. Puerto Ricans technically are black. You can't make a Puerto Rican unless you have Taino, Spaniard, and African. That's literally what made Puerto Ricans. Um, but, you know, it was a, 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 it was a spotlight, I felt like, you know? Yeah. Uh, because we were the only Latino uh, film at the American Black Film Festival, at I least as far as narrative features. Major. Yeah, so I was right. like, this is, that's an award in itself, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, and so, so it was just, it, it, you know, it was definitely an honor and I'm super grateful because then some of the staff people, you know, they started to recognize it. They were like, oh, you're from, oh, CPR. Everybody referred to that part of the film, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, uh, which was hilarious. Probably went crazy. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was, that crazy. was great to kind of see and feel that feedback and that response from people. 
you know, after watching the film, they were like, yo, the film was great, but that part, the CPR, like, yeah, that was yeah. memorable, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that was so funny. That was, that was pretty dope, man. It was, it nah, was that's great. dope, and I kept seeing you everywhere after that, bro, like, every event. <laughs> I mean, when you pay six fifty for that uh, pass, yeah, you're going to be everywhere. That's <laughs> like, no, I'm saying, you at like the same events I was at, because you know, like... Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, you got to... Like, everyone. That's, yeah, that's half the battle, you mm, know what I mean? Yeah, you that's 650. That 650 was crazy, but it was you worth know, it, though. Um, I think a lot of people, a lot of artists... They um they lack there, you know what I mean? They make it too much about themselves. Right. You know, um, and, and and that's when you gotta be able to like ego check yourself, you know what I mean? Because okay, like, yeah, I got this awesome film, you know, I'm one of the stars in it, but this ain't just about me. Like I gotta be out here really meeting people, you know. Um, people don't get that sometimes. You mm-hmm. know, they wanna just be like, Yeah, well, you know, I'm Mark Rain, I'm on the I'm in a big film. You got to come talk to me. Like, nah. <laughs> We're not doing that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Nah, um, facts. I think, I think, you know, having the right energy is, is really important. It's you know, definitely a lot. To success of, of this thing. It's you know? definitely a lot of Hollywood shit going on, man. I can't, I can't, yeah, I mean, I recognize I've it. I've seen it. I've right, seen it in Miami. You recognize it? Like, yeah, man, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I already know, man. It's whack. Uh, that's how you like, moving. Okay, cool. Right. That, it, 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 it's kind of <laughs> whack when you, when you see that and feel that, but you got to let those people be over there then, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's the Hollywood business. Like, that's where it's at. Like, so it's going. Right, it's everywhere. That shit is everywhere. But for me, again, Having, uh, you know, being conscious, being intentional with everything that I do, you know, I think it's, it's, it's really a part of my artist to, to be this kind of person. Uh, as I continue to climb this, this, this industry ladder, people can say, word, well, look how he's moving. Look at the kind of man he is. Look at the kind of person he is. You know, he could definitely be one of these kind of people, mm-hmm. uh, but he's mm-hmm. going the other way. And for me, that, that representation, I think, is, is, is really big, especially... You know, I don't got kids yet, but I got a nephew, you know, yeah. and I would just think about the next generation coming up, you know, what they're looking at, what are they seeing, um, especially when it comes to being a man. I think that's a, a heavy, hard conversation in between men, uh, yeah. in society, you know, what does it mean to actually be a man, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I think there's just a lot of distorted views on what that means. You yeah. Know? Um, and a lot of it means you got to be tough. You got to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Can't even smile in photos. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yo, bro. Like, relax, bro. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. okay to smile. It's okay. You know? it's, okay. It's, like, it's good. Like, I'm you telling know? you, man. I'm, I'm always smiling in my Like, pictures. right. Like, yeah. you don't got to be tough all day. That's like, like, I always think about Cat Williams. Like, you gang banging on bacon, motherfucker. <laughs> like, what are you doing, bro? Relax. <laughs> you know, I just think there's, nah. there's, there's all of that. I mean, there's a lot of pressures that come with, with being a man. You know, I feel like society would tell you being a man is, you know, uh, um, you know um, having your own place. Right now, this is about a, this. That's that's being, I think, an adult. Yeah. Not necessarily exclusive to being a man. Right. Women have their own place. That don't make them a man. Right. Right. <laughs> you understand? Right, right, that's just right. a part of being grown. Uh-huh. You know, I think in 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 the hood, like a lot of misconceptions, like you know, you got a gun, right? Uh-huh. Uh But man, there's kids holding guns everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so the 13 year old with the gun, this is a man now. Nah, you know, it's just like a lot of. Misconceptions, a lot of this this story. Or if you got a lot of money, you a man. Like this, yeah. this, this millionaire. Oh, you real? You got my money? You real? You man. know, it's just like yeah. none of these things have anything to do with actually being a man. Mm-hmm. You know, and the definition of that. And I think it's interesting because in in on TV or in public, we we can listen to a lot of conversation on what it is to be a woman. Right, but there's not that many conversation on what it means to actually be a man, you know. Um, and not to get too heavy or deep into that, for me, I think it's just about being honest. You gotta, you, yeah. you know, it starts there. You gotta learn how to be honest. I think that's one of the greatest things. Um, and that again isn't necessarily exclusive to being a man because humans should just be honest yeah. in general. <laughs> nah, facts, facts. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, <laughs> but I think what separates a man from like a boy is this kind of quality, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, that's what makes it really real, you know what I mean? Uh, but anyway, not getting too into too, too nah, all good, of that. Nah, you good, bro. Nah, I'm not going to lie. Like, you, you teaching right now, bro. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm learning. You know, just, just again, having being conscious, having a higher level of understanding. Um, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot, you know. But I think, like Maya Angelou said, like, you got to just be the change, you know. Um, 
So that, that, that can be really hard sometimes because, you know, we want to have these conversations. We want to say these things. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, not everybody's going to receive it, mm-hmm. you know, as, as maybe as much as, like, seeing it. Like, oh, okay. No, I, see how, I see how he's moving. I see how he's doing Yeah, so things. you just got to be the example. Like, right. Yeah, but I wanted to get into um, how did you get into acting? Oh, Cause man. You've been, yeah, like, you've been doing a lot, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of different things, consistent, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Man. Like, working on mad different projects. Like, you right. got... Stripes, like I mean, you gotta keep it. going, right, my brother? <laughs> gotta keep uh, going. That's that's one of the main yeah. things, man. I've been acting out for thirteen years. You know, before that, I did uh, an associate's in mechanical engineering. Okay, and so I did that first. Um, my dad's an engineer. I was really good at math, so you know, the the the, the idea was from a creative place. You know, I thought I was going to design cars. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> mechanical engineering is not mechanic. Okay. You know, mechanical engineering is literally everything. Mm. Like the, that, that light stand, those hangers, everything you could, you could see has a layer of mechanical engineering. Um, you know, and so then, I don't know, man, I, you know, to keep it, because it's a long story, but to keep it short, it was, a, it was kind of a calling. I was pursuing my, then my bachelor's at the time, and my spirit was just like, this ain't it. Mm-hmm. It was just like, this ain't it. You got, you know, there's a theater department, you know, two buildings away. Maybe we should try acting. And I didn't grow up with that idea of like, I want to be an actor, you know, mm-hmm. I want to be an artist. Like, that wasn't mm-hmm. it. You know, that kind of just hit me. And then I've been spiritually in tune with what that inner voice is saying, what God is telling me. And I was like, really? Acting, I was like, I right, let's go try it. <laughs> I swear to God, I went, got up in the middle of class. I'll never forget. I was like, yeah, this is not it. I had one of those brolic binders. Zip, zip, zip. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the theater department, walked to the first office, and um, I was just like, yeah, like, yeah, I want to try this acting game, you know. And they were like, damn, you're a day late because uh, the deadline to switch a major was yesterday. Oh wow. And I was like, shit. I was like. Man. But he, I don't know, they saw something. It was like, well, let me get your stuff. Let's see what we could go do. And then he came back and was like, you're not a theater major. And you're late for your first class, acting 101. I was like, oh, bad. So what did you show them? Like, or, or they just like picture type of? I, I mean, I don't know. They saw yeah. energy. He saw whatever he saw. He was like, I don't know. Let's see what happens. And oh, okay. I, I, I'm lucky. I'll tell you that much. I can <laughs> tell you that much. I'm definitely, some, you know, I feel, I feel very blessed a lot of times, you know. And so, man, it was, it, I hit the ground running from that point on. Like, I just knew this is what I wanted to do, that feeling. I think what really, really drove me into it was seeing the, the magic and the power of storytelling, right? Mm-hmm. Because films is just storytelling. Right. Uh, art, ultimately, is just storytelling. Film, film, making movies is just one medium of that, you know? Um, and, and, you know, seeing... Um, Will Smith, seeing Leonardo DiCaprio, seeing the, uh, Tom Cruise, watching their movies, and then feeling something from watching it and yeah. recognizing what is that feeling? Like, I'm watching this and, yo, I'm feeling motivated or I'm feeling this or I'm feeling that. And I'm like, man, this is true influence in the world. Yeah. You know, this is a magic. I was like, I want to be a part of that magic. Right. You know what I mean? I was like, I want to be able to create something and tell a story. Uh, 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 embody a role and somebody watch it and be like, shit, like, I'm moved. Like, yeah. like let's go do something. You know what I mean? Um, nah, facts, uh, facts. Whether this made me sad or introspective now about my life or this made me happy and made me feel better about my life. Like, it's, it's going to have different effects depending on the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully it's inspiring in one way or another. You know, I just watched last night Flaming Hot. I don't know if you've seen that. Nah, it's on Disney that? and Hulu. And uh, it's a true story on how the, you know, the Flaming Hot Cheetos yeah. and Doritos and all that, how that actually became a thing. And it was this Mexican dude, bro. I don't remember his name. I had something Montañez, Richard Montañez. That's his name. And um, it's a true story. This dude was like a janitor. I mean, I mean, his life is crazy, but he ended up in Frito-Lay. And the uh. movie's so good, man. I was watching that last night and I'm like... <laughs> I gotta go harder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's what it's about, that, you know. That watching ain't, um, that encourage you to keep going, right? Yeah, keep going. Keep I was going, just like, man, you know what I'm right. saying? Like when you watch that movie, yeah. it definitely speaks on that because he was, you know, feeling like 
you know, uh, uh, giving up, you know, mm -hmm. you're feeling like, you know, artists struggle a lot, not just artists, but definitely artists struggle a lot with like, you know, uh, thoughts of ending things, you know, suicidal thoughts and oh, stuff, okay. yeah. you know, because artists are very, you know, um, I want to say, like, we, we want to feel creative. And so when we're not, we not feeding that creative thing, then all these other crazy thoughts start to come. Um, and this is why I always tell people, like, you know, finding your purpose is, is major. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and the purpose got to be beyond you so that that thing is never, that fire is never really burning out. You know what I mean? Uh, the purpose can't be, oh, I got to make it big into a big film because then, okay, you make it big and you're getting a big film, then what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Then what's mm -hmm. after that? Now you're an autopilot, you know what I mean? That's why I think we see a lot of celebrities kind of fall into some of these things uh, because that grand purpose wasn't actually there, you know? Um, so, you know, I would tell people, like, find, find your purpose and, and a lot of times you can really find a solid one within the people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, we ain't here for a long, long time. You know what I mean? I read something the other day and it was like, you're still here because someone needs your help. And I was like, ah. Oh, no, that's true. That's yeah. deep. <laughs> no, that's deep, man. You know? And so, so finding that, you know, but that's hard to understand. That's hard to feel sometimes. You know, I get that too. In this world, it makes you feel, the world is very narcissistic. You know what I mean? The world it wants to push you in certain, certain directions. Uh, so it's kind of hard to find that purpose. But man, when you find it, it's lit. Yeah, you gotta keep going, man. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, gonna keep you going. For that's sure. what, yeah, that's what it's about. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mark, he got his shirt before the before the interview started right. and all that. That's you know what definitely saying? going on the Cause, ground. Yeah, because that's what we on. Like, you know what I'm saying? You need to get your shirt. You know what I'm saying? Keep going. Keep going. Right. Business and Code Dot Store. Go tap in right. again. Business and Code Dot Store. It's gonna be the biggest shit in the world. Like. We moving, we going yeah, crazy, man. city to city, state to state. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what it's about, bro. Yeah, brother. That's man, what it's about. Sure. And Latino excellence. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, I, I I gotta be honest. I took a page out of Black Excellence. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Um, I saw this, and not to be confused with Black Lives Matter. I know some people they think it's the same thing. It's two different things. You know, I mean, they can overlap. I think at times, but to me. What I felt black excellence was, it was black people giving flowers to black people because they felt no one was going to do it for them, you know? Um, and I thought that was beautiful, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, we have to invest in ourselves, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and, you know, it was buy black, build black. Yeah. I mean, it still is, you know? Uh, you can see that all over in the ABFF. Right. Um, and I think, oh, now we can look back since the beginning of that and, and see a certain type of result in the United States where it's like, like, man, there's black billionaires everywhere now. Black mm -hmm. businesses are thriving. You know, there's this just black everything. Black Hollywood and ATL. You oh, yeah. Know, uh, I, yeah. I, I, I give a, a lot of flowers and kudos to Tyler Perry. Yeah. You know, now I'm not the biggest Tyler Perry movie fan. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I, I recognize his efforts, you know, where he said, man, I'm not the biggest A-list actor. Um, I'm maybe not making the most money, uh, uh, right? Um, but... I got enough money to buy this land and build these studios to make just black movies for black people. I think there's something really powerful in that, you know, whether you hate or love his films, what he did for the black community, especially in the industry, was that. Now there's a, there's a whole market in ATL. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before it was just New York or LA. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You can go to ATL right now and you'll be, you're going to be working. You know ATL what I mean? going crazy. Right? Um, yeah. And so I saw this as like a working formula. I was like, man, that's beautiful. I was like, well, how, like, how can Latinos get to that? You know, mm -hmm. how, how do Latinos now build, you know, essentially our empire in the States? You know, um, how do we invest in ourselves? It's a little tougher, I want to say, only because we're, 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 we come in a, in a, in a vast spectrum. Mm -hmm. Right, uh, where black excellence was beautiful, where it was because it didn't matter if you were Jamaican, Ethiopian, black American, if you got black skin, you're black excellence. You know, um, now we have black Latinos, mm -hmm. but not all of us are black. You know, I'm like a, I'm like a beige. <laughs> <laughs> I can get real nice and tan, you know what I mean? Um, you know, but then I got family members that, you know, look extremely white. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? We got Latinos got brown hair, blonde hair, you know, curly hair, straight hair, you know, um, dark eyes, light eyes. I mean, like, we literally come in 
all uh, in all in, in all shapes and sizes and colors. And so it's it's a little you know we can't just you know necessarily stand on the skin color the way Black Excellence was able to, right? So how do Latinos connect? How do we come together? You know because there's 21 uh, different countries at the same time. You already know the divide and conquer is heavy, so they put us against us. We suffer from ego a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, nah, it's the Puerto Ricans, nah, it's the Dominicans, nah, it's the Colombians, no, the oh, Cubans, bro. you know, the Ecuadorians, and everyone's like trying to fucking one up each I other. I never knew that. That's you know crazy. what I mean? And it's yeah. like, nah, we the best, no, we the best. And it's just like, that's crazy. You know, how do we, how do we come together and really start to buy into ourselves? You know what I mean? Um, in, in the industry specifically, you know, um, in the acting industry, in the acting industry, yeah. you know, in the filming industry, like, you know, there's a lot of talk about, you know, the Latino representation, right? You could just look at John Leguizamo and you get a whole bunch of information. You know, he's, he's been talking about it. That's his career right now. I mean, yeah. he's doing movies, he's doing stuff, but he's like the face of Latinos okay. uh, in the industry, which I'm 50 50 with if I'm just being real about it. Um, because John Leguizamo, my life has been a big inspiration to my comedy, to just all of it. Um, but at the same time, <laughs> again, I just look at uh, like at a Tyler Perry, and he wasn't just talking about black representation. He was like, "I'ma just make these studios, and we gonna greenlight ourselves." Yeah. So I'm like, "Where, where's the John Leguizamo Productions? Mm. Where's the Latino Excellence Studios?" That's only green lighting Latino stories for Latino people, whether they're good or bad. Where's that at? Mm -hmm. You know, so it's really frustrating for me because I'm like, mm, I get all the talk. It sound nice, yeah. but you can't tell me you, you, you've been in this industry this long. You don't have enough people, enough money to make this kind of thing happen. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm like, well, I'm not going to hold it against John Leguizamo or any other Latino that exists in the industry. You know what I mean? Because it's not just John Leguizamo. You know what I mean? There's a Benicio Del Toro. He's been in the industry for oh, that yeah. long. Heard He's him, Puerto Rican, yeah. but how many times have you seen him wave a Puerto Rican flag? There's a whole J-Lo in the world, mm. all the way up there. Only time she wanna wave a Puerto Rican flag is when it benefits her. And I hate to say it, you know what I mean? But we, we, we hold these people high, high up. We've helped them build their careers uh, to a certain platform. And so like, where's the give back? You telling me J-Lo don't got money? <laughs> You know, you got to be that guy. You know, man. You there's a clip that, that came out recently, um, and it was really bad for George Lopez. You know, who George Lopez is yeah, uh, the comedian. Cool. Uh, there's this new up and coming, uh, up and coming comic. His name is Ralph Barbosa. Uh, really funny, funny dude from Texas. He's also Mexican, and there was this clip of George Lopez on a podcast talking about. I guess whatever they were talking about, and, and the podcaster had mentioned, he was like, yeah, you know, like the new up and coming rising talent, we gotta make, create space for them, you know, like the Ralph Balbosas, and George was like, why are you even saying his name? He was like, what? He's like, what do you mean? Like, you know, I think he's, he's great, I think he's up and coming, and George is like, nah, but you know, like, you know, they gotta make it on their own type of thing, you know oh, what I mean? Man. He was like, what? And that was George Lopez's energy. He's like, nah, like, I get all that, but nah, make it on your own. Don't expect me to help you up. Like, I was like, and so he got mad. He got mm -hmm. really bad uh, press. He, you know, ultimately, he uh, apologized privately, which I wasn't a fan of. I'm like, the disrespect was public. The apology should have been public. Um, but I guess that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, man. You know it's what I mean? Crazy. But this is what I mean yeah. about our community where it really is the, a, a crazy crabs in the barrel still for us. Damn. You know, where we're not, you know, my mentality, this what Latino excellence is, is I'm not banging on the Hollywood door to be like, we need more representation. Yeah. It's like, nah, let's build our own. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You know what I mean? So that yeah. then they're knocking on our doors and be like, okay, we understand, we see it, we see it. And again, in, the, in, the, in, the, in a big way, like black excellence did. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, you know, it wasn't until, uh, you, know, uh, um, you know, these movies started to prove that they, were, they, they make a lot of money, that then Hollywood wanted to come around and then do Wakanda and do uh, Black Panda. Yeah. You understand? And I get it. That's, that, 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 that's what they do, right? You yeah. expect that from Hollywood. Um, but, but at the same time, it wasn't, 
you know, I saw the initiative from black people to say like, well, we're going to do it ourselves then. You know, so I was like, I got to try and do That's that. That's how you got to move. Like, you know it's I mean? like, I think somebody said it. I forgot who said it. But, um, now, nah, matter of fact, um, you know, motivation speaker um, named Wallow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I watch a lot of his videos and he said, um, you got to just put in the work. Just keep putting in the work right. every day. And whoever you want to connect with going to come knocking at your door and right. they're going to come find you. So right. you don't even got to like, um, like, yo, I'm trying to get next to you. Like, I'm trying to get next to him. I want right. to just keep working. Right. And like, as soon as you just keep working, keep working, keep going and all that, they're going to come knocking at your door and coming up with ideas and pitching stuff to you that you already like had dreams about. Like, right. you know right. what I'm saying? Like, that, right. I feel, that'd be happening to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, damn, in my head, I'm like, damn, I was dreaming about this, but... They coming to me with this now instead of me. Like I'm saying, the right. work, the work speaks for itself. That's, That's it. Fact, so you gonna be that guy, bro? Like about, I mean, God you know what I'm saying, like you know, putting it together and all that. I, I tell you this, man, it's it's rough. The reason why people don't like to do community work because it's tough, bro. Dealing with people. I'm not gonna lie, man. Like, <laughs> you know, you gotta be a really strong individual especially mentally because dealing with people's egos dealing with people's things you know they see like a young looking dude coming up you know trying to bring the people together and if they're older forget it you know like yeah they they, they they're like nah i've been doing this for 30 years that's so what i'm like, saying yeah you know so it's like I, I i'm dealing with things like that and i'm like i don't get it like i'm literally trying to help put us all together you know yeah. what i mean but you'd be surprised man everybody you not know? on that bro like yeah it's like, yeah it's, like, nah, it's just about me, 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 me. And I'm, I get it, but yeah, like some people somebody got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to do it. Yeah, somebody, people, I always had that problem too. Like, I'll be trying to just like want bigger for people, but they, but right. you know what I'm saying? Like, but they think that you're trying to like be bossy and like, right. and right. type of shit like that, whatever. That's yeah. why I just be moving. Like, I'll move by myself. Like, if I could just, if, if I want to get some shit done, like going to the, um, American Black Film Festival. I pulled up Dolo. I was like, yo, I'm coming out there. I'm a network. I'm going to push it together. You know what I'm saying? And right. we met out there. Now we doing that podcast right wow. now. Like, it's still yo, just the I'm beginning, trying. my brother. Yeah, Thanks. it's just the beginning. And we're going to end up working on something in the future. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Put it together, make it make sense and all that. So you just got to move, bro. Like, make it happen. That's it. And, and again, just trying to move in purpose. Purpose, you know, yeah. and, and and intentionally, intentionally. conscious, you know, because yeah. again, you know, Latino excellence is to say like, you know, we're in everything, we're in, we're everywhere, mm -hmm. we are excellence. You know, I'm trying to push to get us, you know, not functioning in our stereotypes. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of times when like I, I do a lot of events and they be like, oh, well, you know, you got to start it like a tell them an hour early because you already know Latinos they're gonna be late and, and I'm like, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. But we don't gotta live there no more. You uh -huh. understand what I'm saying? Like, let's, this is like, I'm striving and pushing people to be better. Let's be excellent. You mm -hmm. know, it's, if it's 5 p.m., it's 5 p.m. shut. I shouldn't have to tell you 4 p.m. so that you can get there at 5 p.m. Yeah. You know, and I think that we've, we've just gotten so comfortable in the stereotypes, you know, of our own people that, that we, 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 we don't know how to, how to exceed. You know, we don't know how to get past that uh, together. You know, um, even when I watch films, you know, like Flaming Hot is a great example because it's an actual human story of a human being, you know, persevering, you know, not giving up, you know, and he just happened to be Mexican. You know, that's, gonna, that, that's one of the, the most important things for our storytelling in the industry where like before it just felt too saturated with culture. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was like, well, here's, here's Mexican culture, like the quinceanera or the chancleta joke. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all these really cliche, stereotypical things. It's like, we get it, but... Yeah, it's, let's, more, it's more to it. Yeah, you to know it. what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. let's, let's move on from that at this point, you know? Um, so, yeah, my brother, I mean, I did this last year, so I'm trying to, you know, push it. It's, it's, it's been rough, yeah. but, you know, as you know, the... the it's also worth it, you know, because yeah. people recognize the push that I'm doing. Um, and, and, you know, I think this is like a big grassroots movement kind of thing. And it's going to take probably my whole lifetime, to be honest. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm okay with that. You yeah. Somebody's got to do it. It's going to happen, but you know what I'm saying? Like, um, anything worth having is worth, worth working for. Right. That's so, a fact. Yeah. Right? So you just got to keep putting in the work. 
But well, um, how did playing Sam come together? Like, how did that come together? Oh, that man, film, playing Sam, such an amazing film. I'm so proud of that film. You know, again, another human story, um, but it's it definitely focuses zooms in on a uh, on a Latina actress that, you know, again, that representation is tough because she's New Yorkian. Um, Jenny, right? Jenny. Yeah, yeah you know, dope. she yeah, she's yeah. Puerto Rican from New York, so that makes her New Yorkian. But also, she doesn't know how to speak Spanish. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? So she's sometimes in the industry, for us especially, you know, it's uh, we're either too Latino or not Latino enough. Oh, okay. You know, and that really puts us in a hard place. That's why for us, a lot of Latinos, that film is so relatable, but it's not exclusive to the Latino experience, you know. Um, and so that, that was crazy because that was in the middle of the pandemic, literally. I mean, in the film, we got masks on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so there was all, all all that going on, but what was awesome was that the film was also improv. Like, all improv? Like eighty percent of that film is it's is improv. Like you see those scenes, there wasn't a script. You know, uh, shout out to Ramon Pasante, the director. He, yeah, shout out to he, him. He outlined the film. You know, like he 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 knew what the film like for the most part what he wanted. But then when it came to shooting, he set the cameras up and it was like, all right, guys, so this is what we're working on in this scene. So go. Oh, so like, we just improving everything. Almost everything was, um, crazy. was completely made up right there. And uh, it was a lot of fun, though. You know what I mean? That's next level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, I never heard about nothing like right, that. Right. That, that was wild. different. That was the challenge yeah. of the film. And I think we definitely rose up to, the, to that challenge because I was like, so there's no script? <laughs> like oh so we coming up with this on our own you know and improv a lot of people think it's easy but man it's so tough especially when you're trying to actually paint something out you know if you're just improving to just be funny then that's something different but we're literally telling a story here and trying to create these moments so everything was just happening organically authentically there's no way in there easy who said that like i mean some man. people are like oh i can improv oh i can improv oh, and yeah, i'm like yeah, yeah. Can you though? You know? Yeah. Um, and, and, and so, man, it was just, we shot that in five days. Crazy. You know what I mean? A whole feature film in five days. Um, it's crazy. It was just crazy. But yeah. again, that speaks to the level of preparation that Ramon had. Because yeah. he had prepared and prepared and prepared and was like, all right, here's the five days. Here's everything we're going to need in these five yeah, days. Yeah, shout out and to Ramon. He was at the film festival. Yeah. You know? It was lit, um, man. And we had to just roll with the punches. A lot of stuff was going on. Like in that in the film, there's that handball scene. Yeah. Um, bro, literally, there was a whole fight happening. In real life. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 30 kids. That was in Harlem? Uh, no, nah, that was in the Bronx. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Literally, I'm like, so we're about to walk through this fight that's happening to go shoot this. All right, bet. Let's go. And so we're walking through with all the big cameras, and they're like beefing. Crazy. Damn. I was like... <laughs> Are we going to shoot this right now? That's crazy. Like, all right, let's go. But we had no, we were running out of sunlight. We had no other day to do it. So it was like, we got to. You got know what to. I mean? Like, just let them fight over there. <laughs> We're going to just shoot our movie over here. Um, so it was crazy, you know. Um, that dinner table scene, that was like my favorite part. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when she spazzes on me. Yeah, that was right. crazy. I love that. It was because, <laughs> again, that was improv like there was no lines you know we knew what had to happen in the scene but we didn't know exactly specifically what was going to be said how we were going to get there and um i love that because in the beginning of the movie she has that kind of similar scene with the Mm ex-boyfriend who like sits there literally says something similar like well i booked law and order you know and Uh and it was with your help thank you so much so she kind of has that same that same uh, uh, moment again with me. Yeah, you know, that's where that yeah. frustration so comes from. Catch so from. Like, you got to be paying attention to right, it to catch you, that. Yeah. Right, you know what I mean. So it's like a, such a great scene, man. I love that. Yeah, she did great, man. Yeah, Both of y'all Jenny, went crazy Jenny, in Jenny that. Yeah, that. she did sure. great. Shout out to Jenny, definitely, man. Um, Law and Order, man. You just oh, mentioned that, man. Facts. Damn, I'm not gonna lie. That's a that's a major move, bro. Major. Like, yeah. Hat. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Literally driving here, I drove past the studio. Just now? The Law and Order studio is like four blocks away from here. From here? Right from here. That's crazy. Yep. Literally, I was dry. I was like, oh, this is where I shot Law and Order. Right, right, right. <laughs> Full yeah. circle for me. Literally, right over there, bro. That's like, crazy. I was like, yo, this is, this is wild how, how the universe does things. Because what's funny, we shot that film like almost three years ago. So, and because it was improv, 
I almost forgot that the Law and Order thing was a part of the film and the character. And so full circle moment, um, the first private screening that we had here in New York, I think back in like April, the screening started at 7.30. Yeah. I got off the Law and Order set at 7.30. So I had to run from the Law and Order set to the private screening. For playing Sam. For playing Sam. Yeah, yeah. First time I'm ever watching it. And I'm sitting there and we're watching it. And then my character's like, yo, I got this audition for Law and Order. <laughs> That's crazy. And you came from there. That's wild. <laughs> and one of my boys was sitting behind me. He starts tapping me like, yo. Dude, I'm, like, I'm literally coming off the Law and Order set to come watch this movie about this character having a Law and Order audition like three years ago. You know, so it's like. So that's before Law and Order ever even yeah, came up on the screen. That's bro, crazy. Like, and, that, like, and you, like, that was just improv when you said that? That was improv, bro. Like, yeah, that was you were speaking to existence. Right, that was true <laughs> manifestation, my yeah, brother, for real. You that's know? hard. So, that's hard. Man, that was lit, though. You know, I'll say, one thing to understand about manifestation that it takes sacrifice. Mm -hmm. You literally have to give something up to get that other thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of people have, they struggle with that because they think, well, you know, nah, I could be the same version of me and get this thing. No, no, no. no. You know what I mean? I, I had to give up a lot. You know, I cut off a lot of people. Gotcha. I cut off like where I was hanging out, where I was spending money. You know, I literally was just sticking to myself, just, um, just, just keeping that energy here. You know what I mean? Um, man, I... Full transparency, I was I, I was smoking hella weed, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I had to give it up. Yeah. For real. That was hard because you know, I, I, I you know, I was an avid smoker. Um, I'm definitely a supporter of, you know, uh, cannabis, especially being legalized, but I had to recognize this thing that was maybe too excessive in my life. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's hard for people to admit to. You know right. what I mean? Uh, especially when it, when it comes to cannabis, it's like, nah, no, you know, can't get addicted to, to, to weed or it's not a problem because it makes me feel good or whatever right. you know, people may come up with. Um, um, but you got to know what you need in your life. You know what I mean? And I had recognized this thing where like, man, I wanted to smoke all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? From, I woke up, I needed it right after breakfast, before lunch, after lunch, before dinner, before bed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it was all the time. Yeah. You know? And, and when I was actually doing skits, because I don't do the skits like that no more, when I was actually doing it, like, it was a part of the process. Like, you see how in, in the Playing Sam film, yeah. we literally smoking the blunt. Uh -huh. Like that wasn't faking. That was an That's actual blunt. Yeah. I was a backward. We were smoking that <laughs> while we were shooting this movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but that was the that was the real life um, process of how we would come up with skits. Sometimes oh, we just be chilling. Okay, okay. We just be smoking. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, you already know when you smoke, the ideas definitely come to you. But what I like to tell people a lot of times is that. While these creative juices may be flowing now because you got this THC in your system, the level of execution is hindered. You understand? Yeah, because not, you got yeah, all these ideas. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. You got all these ideas, but mm -hmm. are you executing now? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was the problem that I had to realize. I was like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's cool. It feels nice, but you know, we're not executing like the way we should. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and so then you also become kind of dependent on it a little bit. You know, not saying everybody, but at least speaking for myself, where I was like, it started to feel like, you know, oh, I need to come up with ideas. Well, let me smoke. You know, so now all of a sudden my ideas are, you know, connected to this thing. So if I don't do this thing, I can't come up with ideas. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I um, what you mean. yeah. And so I was like, nah, man, I had to cold turkey it. Nah, Legit, I, I was just like, like cutting off an yeah. arm, bro. Um, yeah, and but coming up with skits. Coming up with skits is not easy either. No, they, no, especially come from that too. Like you gotta really no, it put it takes together, work. piece I it mean, together type shit. I think people just see the fun of it. They see the mm -hmm. viralness and they're like, "Oh, I want to be viral." You know, I want to go. On. And I've been on World Star. I've been on Shade Room. I've been on uh, Funny Hood Vids. I've been on a lot yeah. of these major uh, pages. You know, um, which you know for for a good part helped why I got a decent following. But my skits always, if you go, I only got like, like maybe 10 skits on my page now because I took off over 100. 
because that was another part of my manifestation. I was like, I needed to make sure that my Instagram reflected who I am and what I what I want the world to see me as. Yeah, we was talking about. You know what I mean? And so I uh, people. They started to recognize me as an IG comedian or social media influencer, and I was like, "Whoa! Yeah, like, I've been doing this thing for 13 years. Yeah. You know, I have a bachelor in theater. I've done theater. I've done TV. You're not gonna put me in this box now and say I'm this IG comedian, right? You know, um, not to, to to shoot shots at anybody, but if that's what they want in their life, that's okay. You got again, you got to know what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I went to my IG and I was like, all I got is skits right now. Yeah, and sprinkled in with film because I ain't never stopped doing film. Um, but I was like, I got to change this. I need people to come to my IG, scroll and be like, oh no, this is a legit actor. Oh no, yeah. this is a star. Look mm-hmm. at all these film. Like it's film, 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 film. And so I went back, man. And you know, like I said, I cut people off. I cut where I was hanging out. I cut out smoking. I took all these, I like over a hundred skits off my page. I left only the best, like my, my <laughs> favorites, my favorites. Like if yeah, you go to my yeah. page and scroll down a little bit, you'll find like 10 skits that I got on there. I see the one you with know? the flag when you was on. Um... When you have the shirt on and you had the flag, remember? Which I forgot. We'll in the one. shower? Uh, what are you talking about? That's yeah, I think, crazy. I think, I, I think it, yeah, I know, right? Like, in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> that one too, that one too is funny, but I think it was um, Puerto Rican Day Parade one. I'm not sure. You you had like no shirt on or something, you had the flag. It's one where you had the flag on. Right, I mean, I got like two, but I definitely got one. Like, you got to see, I got like... You know, I did a lot of, a, for, for example, my skits was always, I always wanted to make sure that when I did my skits, they felt more produced, mm. right? It's not like, again, not to take shots at anybody that does it this way, but it's not a point and shoot situation. It's not like, yo, record me real quick, real quick while I just do this wild thing. Oh, you know, nah, on the yeah, train, yeah, yeah. Know or on the mean. street. Yeah. You know, it's not like, you know, you're just, we're just going to record both of us real quick, just talking some, some smack or whatever, you know, like... Because I have the background in filmmaking and I, I'm, I'm an editor, I've done all of it, you know, uh, um, when it comes to filmmaking, all my skits feel more produced. Even when they were 15 seconds long, I needed to make sure that there was an arc in 15 seconds. There was mm-hmm. a beginning, there was a middle, there was an end, even in 15 seconds. Then when they extended it, uh, extended it to a minute and now a minute and a half, I was like, you could, you could do a damn near short film, you know what I mean, if you do yeah. it right. You know, so I wanted to make sure my things had camera angles, there was editing, there was audio, there was much more produced. You know, this was like more of a sketch than it was a skit. Right. You know, um, and so, you know, unfortunately, in the, in the social media uh, uh, platforms, that format wasn't the greatest setup to get the most views. Because what actually works on social media is those point and shoot situations. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. they don't. I learned that people don't always want to, like if it's too produced, it won't go viral. That's what I'm saying, yeah. They just want that raw. They as want soon it, as like, you open it, yeah. You know what you mean? Open, they just want to see it like, like, you know, back camera work. <laughs> like the more, the more, the worse that it was, the better it would do. Yeah. It was crazy. Nah, you know what I mean? But, but I had to recognize that and be like, <laughs> well, I get it, but I'm not going to now, I'm not going to water down my quality yeah. because y'all like to see this kind of thing. Nah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, I had to just pull back from all of that. And so, long story, super long answer, that's ultimately how I manifested in Law & Order. Because I was making that version of myself again. I was like, nah. So how did that start? Like, like the audition, the call? like. Well, you know, I, I, I was like, you know what? I've been doing it for 13 years. I've been SAG eligible for a long time. I'm going to go SAG, get my SAG card. You know, I've been like dancing around with freelancing with agents and managers, but never like committed to one and say, let me exclusively sit down with an agent and just contract up with them and just ride it out for like a couple years. Um, and, and that's what I did. I was like, I pulled back on everything. I went, I did SAG, I found the agent. And then, you know, I did Blue Bloods first actually. Yeah. Um, and Blue that Bloods. came from my network of people. And then, and then that my agent pulled in Law & Order, you know, and, um, that was lit, cause I was like, "Oh, let's go!" Like, yeah. This and I wasn't doing nothing. I wasn't doing skits. I, I was just literally manifesting and just keeping all that energy, intentional. Like, I'm holding myself off for this for this thing, right? You know. And then it came in, and at the end of the day, then you gotta deliver. You know what I mean? I had yeah. the audition. Yeah. Then they brought me back for the callbacks, um, and it was crazy, cause I was supposed to only do one episode. But that first episode was dialysis, right? Right, with the dialysis. Yeah. That was. That was just, it was, they, they had that episode and then it was a potential to do the next two. But I guess they like what I did, they like how I functioned on set, and they were like, nah, let's do the next two. 
So I was then able to do three episodes of Law and Order. You know, also my character doesn't die. Okay, yeah, <laughs> so gonna come back. Gonna come back you, you with know, it. You know, I know a lot of people that have been on Law and Order, but they end up dying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I know that's crazy. You're gonna that's be a rap. But I was rap. like, yo, it sounds crazy to be like, y'all's on Law and Order, and I didn't die. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm oh, on Law and Order. It's extra lit. <laughs> you know, um, my, my character's storyline doesn't necessarily end. You know, I'm in the season finale, so I'm just now trying to manifest and pray on that. That when when this writer strike, because now there's a writer strike happening. Yeah. You know, when this is up and they get back to the next season, you know, the writers um, want to bring that character back. You know what I mean? And I could ultimately be either a series regular or continue that recurring role. You, you got to speak it into existence. You're gonna be in series That's what I'm regular. Yeah. yeah. You know, talk I, about I, it. I feel I feel strong about that. Um, and so, so that was fire, brother. That was lit, man. How is it like working with Stabler, yeah? Oh, man. He's a trip. And Olivia, but he's, Stabler first. Yeah, nah, he's a trip. Because I really, I worked with him twice on set. You know, Mariska, I only got to work with her that one day. But she was great, too. You know, here's what I say. Like, because I spent so much time in the indie world, you know, I wanted to make sure before I tried to do TV and major motion films, because I knew what they were going to do to me. I knew they were going to throw me in the criminal box immediately. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, I was like, I could do that. You know what I mean? But that's not all I can, that I, I'm capable of doing. And the only way I was going to be able to showcase my range was focusing on indie work. I was like, I'm going to build with my people and I'm going to make it myself. You know what I mean? I'm going right. to learn this. I'm going to learn that camera. I'm going to learn that lens. I'm going to learn the lighting. I'm going to learn the audio. I'm going to learn all of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so after all this time, I've kind of, I have so much awareness on set. It gave me such a level of comfortability. You yeah. know what I mean? Where a lot of actors kind of, they, you know, they feel maybe too nervous because all of a sudden I'm on the Law and Order set. Yeah, all yeah. All these big ass cameras. Uh-huh, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. The big lights. Yeah. All, all the professional, top professional things. I was things. watching this for years. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. oh, I'm with Stabler now. Oh, shit. <laughs> you yeah. know, all these... All this energy, all these nerves, you know, like I was able to just kind of sit in the pocket. Yeah. I was chilling. Okay, just I, know what, I know what that camera is. Stay in your I know bag, what lens yeah. is at. Like I've been doing this for a minute. You know what I mean? Uh, yo, Stabler, what up? Like, you know, we yeah. had we had a great conversation about this line delivery, you know, and he was like, he sat down with me, he was like, he literally was like, you know, I'm watching you do your thing. He was like, and I could tell that you know what you're doing, you know. Um, and he was like, you know, he was like, you don't gotta listen to me. It's like, but this line right here, like maybe if you want to try to color it this way, da da da. So we went back and forth, and I was like, yeah, I thought about that, but I didn't want to foreshadow to the audience what was, what, like, I wanted to fool the audience. He's like, mmm. He literally was like, nah, but fuck that. <laughs> like, that's how he said it. He was like, nah, but fuck that. He was like, you got to give yourself permission to do whatever you want. I was like, you know what? Heard you. I was like, you know what? I got you. I was like, this next take that we do, I'm going to do it how, how, how you just said. He was like, I right, bet. Soon as they called cut, he was like, mmm. He was like, mm. he started pumping his chest. He was like, that's what I'm talking about. That's crazy. And I was like, I got you. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> and we played, we, you know, we played. Like the first, the first, the first take we did, you know, you gotta wait till they call cut. You yeah. gotta stay in character. Uh-huh. So I sent my final line, the scene is over, but we now we now we just stay in the character, just waiting for the cut. Yeah. Before they called cut, he's looking, he goes, that green looks good on you. Because <laughs> I had the green like just. That sound like him too. That's you know, him. so yeah. we, everybody starts laughing and that, that was like, oh, that's what we're doing? I was like, bet. Because I like to play too on set. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I'm going to get him back. I'm going I'm, I'm to throw that ball back. I got you. But I waited to the last take now. He okay. did it the first take. I waited to the last take. Yeah. Killed it. And we waited for the cut. And then I go, I like that tie. <laughs> simple, simple. But everybody, everybody on set burst out laughing because nobody expected me to throw the ball back to him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Um, so it was lit. So then when we got to the next, uh, the next day to shoot, and I was now with him and Mariska, Olivia, you know, yeah, Olivia, Olivia. Like yeah. I'm with these two TV icons Crazy. in one scene. Huh? I was curious to see how that was gonna go, and that was interesting. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was interesting because I'm big on energy. Um, and just, I tell people all the time, the, the body language is, is the language of actors. That's, that's what we're fluent in. You know what I mean? We have to understand body language. And so I see her get on set and Stabler comes right up to me. He's like, yo, it's good to see you again. Like, how you feeling? Da, da, da. And I'm like, 
Nah, you know, I'm ready, feeling great. Da, da, da. She come on, she's just meeting for the first time. And I could feel her, like literally in my peripheral, I could see her like, who's uh, this kid? Oh, uh, okay. Like, who, 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 who we got on set today? You know what I mean? <laughs> and I felt it. And I was like, all right, like, go ahead, do your thing. Because I'm here. Like, it's going to be all right. <laughs> she, you're going to find out today. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we, we started rehearsing. And then just to see her and Stabler and Chris Maloney, you know, see their chemistry on set, see how they playing with each other. I mean, they've been working with each other for, for years. you know, forever. Yeah, yeah. So just seeing, and I was like, this is really fun. This is a fun set. We all making jokes. We all cracking jokes. And I remember at one point she came up to me and like they called cut and she comes and she get in my face. Like right in my face. She's like, and that's not a part of the scene or nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's just like, <laughs> like right here, literally nose to nose. <laughs> and it was crazy because I felt like she was checking me. Yeah. You know, like, let me see if I make them nervous real quick. Like, yeah. what's up, bro? Yeah. You know what I mean? But she ain't know I was ready. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, what <laughs> I didn't say that, but like, it was just like, I didn't move. And she was like, hmm, and she walked away. And I was like, yeah, I'm right here. I'm right here. What happened? <laughs> so it was great. Then she came up to me at one point, you know what I mean? And she was like, yo, I really like how you delivered the, the, the scene. She was like, you did great. You did great. So it was great, man. I feel all, all, all around the writer, you know, Candace, she, she was great. She came up to me and was like, yo, you really did, you really did your thing. You know, she was like, Chris Maloney came up to me and was like, I like that guy. So I was like, word. Well, That's official. If you bro. get that co-sign, yeah, you already I'm know. I'm telling you, bro. You was getting you co-signs know? like crazy. Right. So yeah. grateful for that, man. I didn't see the work because you, uh, you didn't skip no steps. Like from what I'm like right. finding out now, you say you did the NDs first, you yeah, know. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? We used doing skits before that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you always had like the, you know, the acting, the theater background. Right. Right. And, you just you working on the indies and really like putting that work in with that. Right. That mindset is great because yeah. you're not just trying to go for the big swing like the home run type right. shit. You exactly. Put, you you just getting the singles like right. you getting the singles. Right. Exactly. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like exactly. So now when you get to Law and Order, like you like you well versed. Like right. you know the cameras. Like you're not. You know what I'm saying? You're not freezing up. You're not getting starstruck. You're 100%. not. Right, you, exactly. you in your bag, like. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then they can right. respect the work. That's why exactly. you came back. That's why they brought you back. That's a fact. And they're yeah. gonna put you as a season regular. That's a fact. A series man. regular. <laughs> you heard it here. You heard yeah. It. <laughs> nah, for sure, bro. Keep going. Uh huh. Love is love, love podcast, love. man. Facts, brother. Nah, facts, man. That's real. But yeah, man. I'm. Appreciate you for coming through, man. Like nah, business. You know what I mean? We, I appreciate you, bro. We're gonna have for to real. do we're gonna lock in on something. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. Like yeah, I said, yeah. it's just the beginning. You know what I mean? Um I'm sure we'll be back to talk about the next thing, you know what uh-huh. I mean? That, that that that's going on and everything that happens in between then. You know what I mean? Uh, get an update on how the Latino excellence movement is going. Okay, yeah. Um, maybe, maybe it's next year. We, we're, we're talking about the fourth annual Barrio Parade. Yeah, or, playing Sam know, need to come out too. We don't Sam know. Sam coming out either on Hulu or, or, or Netflix, one of these major, major um, streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's super worthy. Definitely. Um, and so, you know, we, we'll be back. I got, I got some other movies too coming out, man. I got these crazy... Plug it. I got this... Um, Two other feature films coming out soon is uh, this crazy comedy called The Boogie. Uh, it's kind of like a Don't Be a Menace. Okay. You know, like that kind of comedy. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. So hyped for that because I love that kind of comedy. I love Don't Be a Menace. And this is like a New York version. So you in shot the it Bronx. already? It's already done. It's like, yeah, like 99.9% done. Like I did like one last final thing to do for it. But I'm super hyped about it because the Bronx, the neighborhood is a character in the film. Um, much like the way Don't Be a Menace was, you know, so really hyped to be a part of that. I play the lead in that also. And then I got this other film that's on the other side of the spectrum where it's, um, it's like an explicit drama. It's based on a true story. It's called Puerto Rican Paradise, and it's about this couple that opens up a franchise of a chain of brothels. Crazy. So if you ain't never been in a brothel before, and you, this film is... Yeah. Definitely gonna give you an inside view yeah. of that, you know? So I think it's great because people are gonna see me in a whole nother light where like usually I'm really, you know, smiley or I'm laughing, I'm telling yeah. jokes, I want people to feel good. I mean, I've done the drama, I've done the tears on camera, on stage, all that stuff. This is different where like you're gonna see me, I got all this ice, I'm all like, yeah, like it's crazy. You, I don't that, smile in that movie at when, all, actually. When that come out, bro, when that come out, you gotta send We're that, like man. 70% done with that film. So, you know, it's been a long time coming, uh, making that film. 
but I, I, I'm really hyped because uh, my boy LT, he, the one who shot playing Sam, he's shooting this film okay. also. So it's going to look beautiful. The, the content, the substance is crazy. Uh, it's gonna be interesting, you know. The language is explicit, also. You know everything. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna see some naked bodies. Um, you know, it's not like no no crazy porn or nothing like that. But it's, a, it's the world of a brothel. Okay. The world. So so it's gonna be interesting, man. Those two films coming hopefully next year. You know what I mean? Nah, that's dope. But you gotta send a link for that, man, yeah, for the premiere yeah. parties and all that. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm for sure, up. brother. For I'm sure. Saying, playing Sam too when that drop. Oh you know, yeah. Let me know. Yeah. Slide out there. Right now we just running the festival circuit, so uh, the next one coming up is like in two weeks at the Michelle Film Festival, which oh, is in talking LA. About LA. Yeah, that's that's when it. she was talking about with the other, the other right. joint. Oh she right, about. in yeah. the chat you talking about, right? In yeah, the chat, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Michelle Film Festival is huge, man. That, that's going to be the LA premiere, but that's the biggest one in LA, right? Or I mean, I'm like, I, one of them. Uh, yeah, one. Of, it's, it's a big film festival over there. I don't know exactly what's the biggest film festival, but. Definitely one of those, uh, another word. Yeah, LA going crazy customer. right now. They got the BET Awards. Um, right. They, what is that? I think they're shooting that this weekend or something like that. Word. Yeah, it's um, nice So, you know, it's one of the film festival. Then after that, September, we're going to be in Atlanta. I think they got the Georgia Latino Film Festival happening. So I'm trying to make it out over there. Mm. I don't think we'll make it to LA, but... I would love to be out in you Georgia. You never know what you're talking about. Huh? I said, you never know. You I mean, we'll see how you things happen. You're going to be in LA, too. You know what I'm saying? Bag of money just pop up. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like Netflix code, like, yo, we want that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm with it. God send it. Send it. Of course. Of course. But I know it won't be the last time, you know, the last opportunity. Uh, so so we'll see, but I'm definitely trying to be out in ATL for for Georgia. I've been in ATL once and it's a vibe over there, man. You know, I need to go uh, out there too. Yeah, yeah it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. The energy's energy's lit over there, man. Yeah. So definitely. Nah, but definitely, yeah, man. Bro. I appreciate you for nah, coming bro, through, bro. Appreciate you, facts, bro. Saying? Love is love. I appreciate of, of it. Course, Shout out to the bro. team. This is my professional, bro. Yeah, <laughs> of I course, love it, for sure. So just um, plug yourself. Um, with it. People can find you right. at Instagram, I'm, Twitter, everything that you want, films, right. all that. Like, tell them, tap in everything. Yeah, I mean, so you know, uh, I try to keep it simple. I'm on Twitter, I'm on TikTok, I'm on. I, nah, you gotta talk your shit. Because you gotta do all of that stuff. <laughs> but where you can really, really find me, where I'm really, you know, uh, locked in is on Instagram at Mark with a C M A R C underscore Rain, R E I G N. You know, Instagram is where I, I primarily put all my stuff. Because uh, it gets too crazy, bro. It's just me. I do a lot. I can't be Twitter and TikTok and Facebook and yeah, know, LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is too much. It's too much. Uh-huh. I keep it simple. Follow me on Instagram. You're going to get all of it. Um, I'll update my website too, markrain.com. Um, but, you know, hopefully hopefully, I'm going to be on, on a screen near you soon. So yeah. stay locked in. Nah, you will be on the screen. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying. Yes, Definitely. Sir. But you already know, man. It's your boy Business, Instagram, business moving. I'm saying Twitter, business moving, TikTok, business is moving, YouTube, business moving. I'm saying keep going. Business and code store. Go tap in. Love is love podcast. I had to have Mark Rain on here. Yo, what I'm trying to show you. He gonna be on a like he already on another level now. Appreciate but that, brother. Couple, you know what I'm saying? A couple months, something like that, he's out of here. So make sure <laughs> like remember where he was at now. Love is love podcast. We don't we don't do nothing little, nothing small. Everybody can't come up here. Get what I'm trying to show you. Every guest we going up and up. Love is love podcast, all the networks. Y'all gotta come um, talk soon and all that, cause you know what I'm saying, we going up. <laughs> Thank you again. You're ready, yeah. son. Yes, sir. Yeah.